Oh, it's working, dude! You, the audio sounds great. For me. Awesome, yeah. I uh, sounds good for you too. I uh, I'm using my just my headphones, but Same. yeah, sounds good. It looks like we've we've already upgraded the pod. Uh, yeah. There's a lot we can do here, and I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, we're gonna probably have some drops. We're gonna have some transitions between segments. It's gonna yeah. be yeah. You know, we're gonna fluff it up. So, well, I've been known to be called a fluffer, so it's uh, probably good for us. It's the mustache. It is. Um, by the way, did you see the um, video of the organ runner with cerebral palsy yet? Uh, I did, and I want you to answer this for me. Do you Cut. think I cried or not? You you cried. I definitely cried. Uh, that's the kind of video that pretty much one hundred percent of the time. I will shed a tear or if I'm in public, I will shut the video off so yes. that I can go home and cry or sometimes cry on the toilet if I'm in a public uh, space. But either one works for me. Yeah, uh, it, was an, it was definitely emotional because uh, the music and everything. Absolutely. Up well. Yeah, it did a good job. Probably similar to what A Star is Born does in terms of music and really bringing emotion in. I know you, you, know, you were a hater on that, so I don't want to get into it too much. But Well, I did see it and I thought it was quite good. Quite good so... So, um, I mean, you must have liked it, I would assume. Uh, yeah, as you know already, I have not seen it yet, um, but I am oh. a strong advocate. Uh, I, okay. You know, I haven't got to yet, but I just think it's funny that you're such a fan of it now after I had to listen to you and your wife all weekend dog it uh, before you had seen the film. So, Well, I mean, I'm willing to give my money to Bradley Cooper. Are you? Absolutely. I've got a date this Friday uh, with... Uh, I couldn't wait that I couldn't wait that long. You know, it's too <laughs> too hyped up of video. Um I do have a suggested name. Okay. Pod now. Yeah, um, let's hear it. From Poot to Cletus. Yeah, I don't hate it. Um I think it's, it's self-deprecating enough. It is. Um yeah, I I don't think Poot is necessarily a self-deprecating name. I want to point that out, but I do like it. I think it's one of those things that as time goes on, we will find our kind of our niche in terms of our name. And um, it's a good start, though. I like it. Great. Well, should we get to the week that was, that being the recap of last yeah. week? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, where do you want to start? Well, how we should do this is whoever uh, – we, we should go off of one computer because it always starts with your matchup yeah. on top. Yeah. Um, we've run into issues before of you know, missing people or coming yes. close to missing yeah, people. Yeah, it gets so, a little magnetic when you're jumping around. Um, let's start with me then. Why don't we just get okay. over with it? Um, that sounds good to me. This was probably one of the ugliest matchups of the week. Um, looking at it now uh, – it definitely looks a little bit like the black mark of the week. Um, freezing wasn't the lowest score, but uh, why don't you go ahead and start off and I can just jump in if I feel like I need to on my terrible team. Well, for everybody uh, listening at home during their commute, you know, from like North Salem to South Salem, <laughs> um, we have a Calvin great Jay freezing um, with 88.7 points to Clayton King Joffrey. 64.44 points on the week. Um, if you just take a quick snapshot at your matchups, 
um, both pretty low weeks from quarterbacks. Oh yeah. So we were, I mean, this is, this is uh, valid. We were at the Seahawk Rams we game. We were. And uh, while Goff had plenty of yards, he only had one passing touchdown and Gurley had those three rushing touchdowns. So he only got you 14 points. Yeah. It's it, uh it was one of those things going into it, especially I want to point out Goff had two interceptions this weekend, one of which was a bullshit Hail Mary interception at the end of the game or at the end of the half, excuse the half. me. Yeah. Uh, and when they picked it off, I would be lying if the first thing that I thought wasn't, no, um, oh, that's minus two points in fantasy. Um, that should have been just hopefully a bad down ball. But what are you going to do? I am very surprised um, I expected Matt Ryan and the Falcons offense to do much better versus uh, Pittsburgh and that defense that has consistently week in, week out been pretty atrocious, um, especially with how Atlanta has just been coming out chucking the ball. I was very surprised. I know Matt Ryan was projected for about 21 points. Um, mm-hmm. I expected him to surpass that. Uh, so that was kind of tough for me. I was very surprised there. Yeah, let's see. Were there any major bye weeks that either of you had? Um, I guess you had Deshaun Jackson. Would you have started him? Uh, he might have gotten the start. I honestly, okay. I, I liked Royce against the Jets, so he probably wouldn't have. I know um, Freezing had Mike Evans, which was obviously a very big sit for him. Um, I, he probably would have started Emmanuel and Robert Woods. I imagine Eckler might have been the guy to sit in this scenario. But either way, he still got a touchdown from Eckler. Yeah. Man, freezing actually looking like he's a little deep now because he had Evans on his bench, Hilton, who's hurt, and yeah. then Chris Carson was on his bench too. Yeah, and, and uh, Kiki Kuti as well is also yeah. a guy who now two weeks in a row has shown the first week I know he had more receptions than anything, but this week getting a receiving touchdown uh, and looking at my team to give you an idea, Will Fuller, who was supposed to be the number two there, ended up only having one and a half points. Um, Kuti has been, um, kind of someone who's coming into it pretty, um, pretty big these last couple of weeks. And I expect, it seems like he's going to be a guy going forward, uh, in the slot for them there in Houston. So, yeah, well, um, I mean, the only other thing to really cover here would be that this is the first week with your team after the trade, after you were three and one, you said, this is not a playoff team. You're not winning anything. And you, um, effectively, change the course of the season by making a trade um, for you went for depth over um, over the star power. So how do you feel after the first week of your trade? You know, I don't feel terrible in the sense that Sony Michelle had a great game and kind of did what I expected. Yes. Um, we, we can't overlook that, you know, in that conversely Saquon had a 50 yard reception touchdown on a uh, wide receiver pass. But other than that, it looks like, you know, I'm going to hopefully get what I'm looking for out of Michelle in this trade. It's really going to come down to Royce Freeman. And we'll talk about Aaron Jones later, but I think that Royce and Aaron Jones are two guys who right now just aren't getting the touches that they probably should be getting um, in their respective backfields. Uh, Philip Lindsay's been great too. I just think it deserves to be more of a, a direct split in this sense. Um, I know Pro Football Focus had a, had a stat that came out that Royce was their highest rated um, rookie running back um, in terms of their value that they kind of put towards players. So um, it's something that going forward, I I have to get more from Royce to make this trade look better. But I also think Deshaun is going to be good for me this week. Uh, I feel good about the 
the fact that, you know, the Bucks are going to have to throw. And like I said, I, I really, really needed depth. I mean, you can look at my bench and see that I basically could have dropped everyone on my bench. So, yeah, um, looking at that, it's, you know, time well, will tell. We'll do a standings recap um, at the end of all our recaps. Yeah. But right now, um, that win puts freezing in sixth place at two and three. And you have dropped to fourth place at three and two. Yeah. Yeah. That nice 64 point game will do that to you. All right. How about you give us our next matchup and our next one on the docket? uh, We have, give me one moment here. Um, Next one up, we have Dak Klansman and booming breeze. Uh, Get a little guns versus Matt sauce town, South Salem rivalry game. Uh, Guns got the better of them here. Yeah, it looks like Guns had a had a nice strong week for for Guns roster. He uh, was projected for around eighty seven points, finished with uh, almost one hundred and seventeen. So that's a uh, that's shooting your shot right there. Yeah, definitely kind of similar uh, to last week uh, or the other matchup we talked about. Um, projections, you know, seem to very rarely kind of sit where you expect them to. Last week I was projected to win. Um, this week Matt was and. Uh, Although Matt got pretty close to his projection, Gundy had some big games. Um, Kenyon Drake just highlighting AB and Breeze doing kind of what they do, but Kenyon Drake, um, kind of a standout that I'm looking at here, especially with the ballsy idea of starting both Gore and Drake against what is not a bad Cincinnati defense, especially against the run. Um, really surprised to see that, especially with LaShawn McCoy on the bench, but I know Guns has said. He was tired of getting burned. Uh, LaShawn ended up putting up an okay, uh, okay point spot today. Um, well, I mean, let me tell you, as a Kenyon Drake owner in another league, um, he has had two terrible weeks before that. He had one point against oh. Oakland two, uh, three weeks ago, 1.6 against New England, which should have been a great matchup. And then, uh, then he went off against Cincinnati. So well, and it looks like too that Kenyon Drake is getting this more in the receiving game. So that's something to kind of keep an eye out for too. Is will that continue? Because that's a little bit, um, I would think, going to be a little bit tougher to project out going forward. Is will he have another game with seven catches and a receiving touchdown? Uh, still only forty six rush yards. Frank Gore kind of being the still the bell cow back with those giant balls of his and Miami. Um, still kind of coming out in 63 rush yards. So we'll see how that backfield plays out right now. Um, it still looks like two, two kind of guys that you're going to have to wait and see a little bit longer in the season on who ends up being the guy. Yeah. And we were both at the game, but I think I remember receiving some texts about uh, Brita. Was there a moment where people thought his career was over or something? Y- yeah, I know there, I don't remember if it was uh, our commission who sent it, but I know there was some panics about that. Um, look like I think everyone these days starts throwing out that broken ankles and things like that when they see on TV. Looks like a high ankle sprain, which yeah, um, definitely not something you want to be dealing with. Um, I'm sure any uh, Alfred Morris owners out there are probably going to be a little happier today, but um, definitely doesn't look like he's out for the season. And he's been really good uh, just in terms of even racking up rushing yards. Touchdowns aside, um, he's been a really good rusher of the football for them uh, in a surprisingly still very good offense with. Uh, C.J. Beathard in there. Yeah, I mean, um, but overall, dominating performance from, yeah. uh, from Guns. And uh, again, uh, another Cox brother this year that, I don't know, do they have it? Cause... Yeah, I mean, you know, we've seen this kind of time in, time out. I, I want to – the Cox bros seem to always remember their 
their one or two years of glory that they've had. But other than that, you know, we've, we've heard a lot. I know that. I don't know if we've seen as much. Uh, maybe they need to start spending less time with each other, or, um, things like that that might kind of help iron that out for them because this is a, it's a tough thing to look at. I'll put it that way. Completely agree. What's our, or what's our next matchup? As you find that, I'm going to just tell you really quick. Uh, we bring up Matt's record. He's two and three in 11th place. So I'm assuming he has very, a very low amount of points scored. Um, and then uh, Guns, three and two and in third place. Yeah, and Guns, that's a great place to be. I mean, we're talking about being um, up there in that three and two spot. It, it's starting pretty much now going forward every week. It's going to start really meaning something in terms of getting those W's, kind of however you can, who, no matter how many points you're scoring. At this point, if you're scoring 60 points and you're winning, that's all that really matters. When it comes well, to yeah, we're going to have some crazy bye week stuff. I mean, yes. it's, it's, it's going to start hitting everybody on certain weeks. So. Absolutely. Next matchup, uh, we have the Hateful Tate. Um, we have Matthew, Maddie Kidd um, against you, the uh, Pootie himself, Brogan Snack Packs. Uh, you pulled out the win here. Well, how do you feel about that? Well, I'll tell you what, um, I went into Sunday night, actually Monday night, expecting to really blow him out because I had um, Alvin and Michael Thomas still to play. And uh, they both were not really needed in the blowout win against Washington. Um, They only scored uh, just over 10 points combined or 11, just over 11 points combined, which was enough to win. I I won by eight, but... um, I was expecting to put up like 120 at that point. My projections at that time were close to 130. So, yeah, pretty um, crazy too. Your original projections just really again spot on matchup. They ended up being really close too. Yeah, it was a good matchup. Um, I think it was just there wasn't as much suspense because yeah, I had the Monday night game with two you know number ones going, and it was already you know an eight point game at that point. So yeah. Um, yeah, Maddie did not. You know, anytime you get zero from your kicker, uh, just really sucks. Uh, I've I've been there before, and I think that made it the big difference in our game. Absolutely. So the uh, the the one thing I do want to highlight there's a couple things with this matchup. But number one, Cincinnati defense starting on your part. Mm-hmm. I heard a lot of buzz during the week about Cincy D. Did you also see that, or was this more of a flyer for you? Um, it was. I did hear the hype about the Cincy D against Miami. I also, what do you know off the top of your head who Miami played last week? Uh, Miami last week, they played um, the Patriots. I'm almost positive. I started the Patriots D against them last week too. (laughs) So I was very aware of um, Tannehill being like, first of all, not believing in the Miami hype at all when they went, had that three wins. So um, they, I kind of stream, I, I liked the Cincinnati matchup. So I wasn't expecting yeah. 22 points, but I had a feeling they could get into double digits. Well, so. and again, we're talking about that game, 17, nothing Miami at one point. Um, mm-hmm. Very, very good turn for you. Um, the other thing I want to bring up and that's just because, and this is even a shout out to guns going back to last year. Adam Thielen is an absolute monster. Oh, he's yeah. He's My very, goodness. very good. I mean, we're talking about a guy who now has pretty much supplanted himself. Um, I can't remember where Matty Kidd ended up drafting him, but we're talking about a guy who, if you look at his weeks, 
He went 10, 19, 10, 19, 17. He's gone the first five weeks. A couple of these games, too, were games where, like against Buffalo, he had, he had 10 points when they only scored six points as a team. Yeah. Um, so he is just reeling in these 100-yard games. I saw that he is the first player uh, in NFL history, I believe, to have five 100-yard receiving games to start the season. Pretty impressive stat. Yeah, it's very impressive. Um, Long's team probably only gets better. He went all in on Yeldon, yeah. which has paid out really well. And then he has Le'Veon, who still hasn't played. So yeah, when Yeld- he comes back, I mean, yeah, that could be a. It's already a, a good team. So totally, I was and glad it, to get him this week. And it's one of those things too. Looking at his running back situation, Yeldon, if I'm not mistaken, last year was really not that good, even in times where Fournette wasn't playing he really still was not necessarily he was maybe a flex guy in a lot of situations um and you're seeing him this year he's starting to get a lot more touchdowns especially of the receiving variety and you have when you have Le'Veon Bell coming back you're he's gonna have four running backs that are very startable that are pretty much baseline RB2 guys if not RB1s uh this is gonna be a team to reckon with he might even be looking possibly to flip one of these guys. I would think something like that has to be on the horizon for him, um, just based on the idea that he can still upgrade, whether it's Golden Tate or um, even, you know, upgrade a, a kind of a super flex guy in there or something. Yeah, um, I think there, I think he's just weighing the risk. Like, you just still don't know with Le'Veon because true. he could easily do like a Tate-Yeldon flip or Tate. I mean, he has Aaron Jones, too. We've already yeah. talked about Aaron Jones. So, yeah. I feel like there's probably a two for one out there that he could do if he if he wanted to. Yeah, and I think Aaron Jones too is another guy who's got his best, even more so than Royce. I do think they have similar situations and not getting enough touches. But um, Aaron Jones, I think that is that tide is going to start turning. I know I have him in another league that I'm really holding on to him because I do think he's one of those guys that he's just showing the Packers every week that the minute he gets the ball, it's like six yards every time. So. Yeah. Um, a guy going forward looking like a very good team. Um, I agree. So uh, to recap, I'm four and one in second. And yeah. unfortunately with Matt Long, even having a good team, he is two and three in fifth. I believe he has the most uh, points for somebody that's two and three. So we'll yeah. see that later in the standings. But Well, and I think that's something to, to just highlight for the year so far that we have seen – and maybe I'm wrong, but I've seen it in, I feel like, a few leagues that I've seen some teams that I was like, man, this team really is good, and they have like a 2-3 and three record or even a 1-4 and four in some cases, um, that you're almost getting to that point where you, it's really kind of shit or get off the pot time for these teams. But um, that's a team that's just loaded and going forward. I mean, he's in fifth place, so it's not like he's not out of it by any means. He'll probably end up – that's a second or, or third place team, maybe even a first by the end of the year. Absolutely agree. What's our next matchup? Next matchup, uh, we have Voodoo Mama Juju and uh, the Deflated Balls or Deflated Balls. Um, This matchup, uh, you know, we had the projections. It looks like we had originally Lair Bomb projected at only a 105 um, to win this week by a few points against Jay. Uh, Jay had quite the underperformance from his team. Uh, I can say that one of those being Brandon Cook's um, not doing anything for him, throwing up a goose egg, getting hurt at the game we were at was a little yeah. bit tough. Uh, I think that hurt Goff as well. Um, very tough when you have a guy throw up a goose egg, whether it's injury or not. Kenny Stills, too, um, in the starting lineup, 
throwing up a 1.7 is really tough. And uh, his guy, Adrian Peterson, as well, just kind of recapping Jay's team, um, really kind of hurts him uh, this week in this matchup. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, we were at the game. Was the Brandon Cooks injury that early? I see he had zero targets, but I feel like it was at least second quarter. Like, he was – it definitely was. I will say with the Rams offense, the way that it's been going, you have seen Cooks. I mean, if you look at his uh, his first four weeks, he went eight targets, nine targets, eight and eight. Um, so he's been right around that number. And, yeah. And in most cases converted, had five catches, seven, seven, seven. Um, so very good catch percentage as well um, in terms of, of Cooks been, being able to get the ball in open space. So that really does hurt because he has been a guy who's been so solid this year. Um, I know when on that hit he did have, he got popped pretty hard. We heard that. Um, yeah. and I remember thinking that's a tough one. He got up, but I, re- I think everyone in the stadium was very, uh, hesitant on whether he'd come back in or not. So, um, ended up being kind of a bummer. It's true. I mean, uh, at least it was zero points because I think people thought it was a fumble at first. So could yes. have been negative. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I know you were not very happy about that when it happened. So, um, you know, even going to uh, to Lairbaum's team now, another week of a quarterback, kind of a similar uh, golf performance, Matt Ryan performance, uh, right around that 14 number. I think there was three quarterbacks this week who threw up 14. Yeah, I guess if there was weirdly one weakness with uh, Lairbaum's 5-0 and Rams team, just like the Rams, he's 5-0, and just keeps winning, um, it might be Cousins, although he's had a couple – big blowouts I just I think you're going to get these games sprinkled in there like that's what happened with Buffalo he had 10 points you know yeah and I think it's tough too I mean even looking deeper into Cousins numbers he went 30 for 37 I mean very efficient game um, but you're talking about a really big win for the Vikings that he still didn't kind of go ham it's not like the 31 he put up against the Rams in a loss um, so you, you're really looking at this as you, but you hope that this isn't a sign of things to come in terms of the way the Vikings are playing and kind of, uh, more the dink and dunk and then run the ball on the goal line or whatever it may be, uh, this game, but, um, the fumble hurts too, but, uh, you, you really hope there's more from it. Like I said, I mean, we, we've seen kind of very different numbers for cousins week to week. Um, but overall still a, a pretty solid fantasy quarterback. Yeah. Well, uh, Lairbaum's team still looking good, 5-0, and uh, first place. And then uh, Jay's going to drop to 2-3, and three, seventh place. Yes, he is. That's a tough one to be in. But uh, with Jay's team, I think there's still some, some bright times ahead. So um, not a lot of teams that are really out of it yet. Even, even young Chad Cox um, kind of chomping at the bit to get back after it. So speaking of young Chad Cox, uh, we have another matchup here. We have Hotel Raquanda, uh, Farmer Branch against the aforementioned Chad Cox, Dalvin and the Chipmunks. Very team, uh, very friendly name, very nice, sweet name, especially compared to good old Dylan, who is always out there to give you a not safe for work fantasy team name. It is, and I, I'll be the first to say it. Dylan is back. Whoa, we have a back alert. Dylan's back. He's back. Um, he's he's just – there's really nothing else to say. He's back. Like, you look at his team, I see a back team. Yeah, I mean, you know, looking at it, he, he outperformed his projection again. Anytime you see, though, uh, 
that projection, you know, you see Dylan's about 20 points over his projection a little more. Um, you hope to see those projections raise a little. Obviously, it does hurt not having Fournette. Um, really looking at this, I know Evan Ingram as well for him. He's got a, he's had to play in Joku and um, and and now with Diggs, Devontae Adams, he just hasn't had as much flexibility. Um, I think this team is another one that if Fournette, you know, who whenever he's back could also get better. Um, on Chad's side, just another tough week. Um, I don't know what else you can really say about it. Well, Chad's having a bad season, and he is getting the benefit of Connor being his running back. So it's only going to get worse. So, <laughs> Chad, I don't, I don't really know what to tell you, but uh, I don't think you're going to have a very good season. And it's <laughs> <so> like <laughs> – I will admit, he, got, he got 85 points, and 30 of those are from Connor. <laughs> a couple of highlights or lowlights, if you want to call them that, from Chad's scoring this week. Um, great game from Connor, but then you're talking about Cam in a win, throwing up only 16. Cam's one of those guys kind of similar to um, some of the other quarterbacks who can really rush for touchdowns as well um, that you expect to get 20 points a game. Like, it's just almost – it needs to be that way in fantasy – um, for them to be the quarterback that you week in, week out can count on. Um, the big ones for me are Julio. I have him in other leagues. It, it's a tough break right now. Um, and that Atlanta team that you just pray continues to chuck the ball around. Um, and then again, that we, we talked about it in a group chat, but the LA Rams defense, I'm very worried going forward about them. Uh, they're on the field quite a lot because of how quickly the Rams score. Uh, yeah. That was supposed to be, uh, I know uh, the other Cox brother said that that was a sneaky um, great thing about that trade that he made, but. Oh um, yeah. Not I, even sneaky. He was like, it was, yes. it was almost like it was the focal point of the trade was that he picked up the Rams defense. It was a tough one. And I will say for Chad's case, Dalvin cook being out, you, you expected so much more after the three or whatever game sample you got last year. I know that's still a small amount, but you really did expect more out of him this year. Really tough for him to just have pretty much given you dog shit this year. Well, he, tr- he just traded for him. Yeah. He didn't even draft. That's him. true. Like that's, that's true. A, I mean, it's not like he was, it's not like he picked him early. Absolutely. Like he, that was the trade. Yes. He gave the, up Melvin Gordon. But in that sense, you bring in Dalvin Cook, and as Chad said, he expected um, something out of Dalvin Cook, and right now looking like a very tough thing. Um, although coming back this next week, who knows? Maybe it will change. But when Cook was playing, it was not a great showing. He's on track to play. Yes, he is. It looks like he will this week. But it's a hammy. Yeah, I don't know. I the other thing to think about there is like I I agree. It's it was it was kind of a cool trade to think about having getting Julio and then the future of Dalvin. But like at the time he was one and three, if he loses and goes to one and four, like that's very hard to get out of. He's going to have to win out probably to make playoffs. I would imagine. So another, I mean, in reality, five losses can still make the playoffs. Yeah. Um, He's going to, if he does that though, five or six losses means you have to score a shit ton of points. Um, and right now, that's not happening either. So, um, one of those really tough years for Chad. Um, I don't well, know what else to, to give him there. Uh, what I'll tell you is that uh, Dylan has just climbed out of the hole he was in. He was 0 3, right? And he's on a win, too. 
I believe, yes, Dylan is on a win too. So he has uh, very yeah. much so climbed out of that hole. Um, um, just showed yeah. a lot of grit, a lot of determination to get out of that. He's a gritty, gritty human. He's a gritty um, fuck. Chad is one in four and in 12th. So for those of you keeping track at home, or if you're just driving and you can't really see this in front of you, uh, the Cox brothers are in 11th and 12th place, respectively. Wah, wah. Well, we actually have real drops, so yeah, I'll make sure to put that in. We will, definitely. Um, that is tough. Um, the Cox Bros, we're here to help. Um, if you guys have any advice, you want to send it our way, send us an email. Uh, we'll maybe throw some mailbag questions up and try to help you guys out. Um, you know, find some podcasts, things like that. I know you guys are both pretty, uh, pretty staunch on, on not listening to that kind of stuff. So uh, yeah, give don't, them a try, don't, wanna, don't want to clutter the mind. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's time to clutter a little bit, but you know what? I will admit Matt and I going to the Packers Rams game coming up. Matty long will be there with us as well. Very excited for that. Uh, That'll be a good time. Hopefully that weekend doesn't uh, show us the demise in the end of Matthew's uh, season. But if it does, maybe that and a Packers loss feel pretty good. Yeah, well, you'll, you guys will be uh, – you'll have Goff and he'll have Rodgers down there. Yes, right? we will. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, be pending, pending trades, I guess. Pending trades, and we'll see with Wentz later this year, but who knows. I would think you're going to start Goff against the Packers. I New look D. I would imagine against that defense we are going to look that way. But who knows? Maybe they give Aaron Jones the ball a bunch and, and uh, they end up controlling the clock. All right. Final Last matchup. matchup. Yeah. We have um, Saquon and Pat Johnson. Uh, I'm not even going to go into that fucking team name. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> um, or excuse me. Sorry. Wrong matchup. Yeah. No, no, that's, that's right. That, that that's was it. it. Yeah. Yeah. So, God, the just lovely. that So, Again, just going over um, – sorry, I'm, I'm all over here. Well, I have the team up in front of me. Yes, Saquon and Pat Johnson and Tom Brady's Uggs. Sorry about that, guys. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward. Um, we have a big, big win by Mark's team despite his dumb team name. Uh, we really uh, hitting the skids in terms of even getting close to his projection. That's a tough one. We have Austin Safarian Jenkins throwing up a goose egg will always hurt, as we said before. Yeah, we got multiple zeros here. Both of them had zero in a column. That's, uh, that's impressive. Yeah, I mean, it takes a, a, a type of talent and skill to be able to do that, I guess. And, and they definitely um, hit that on the head. Really tough, but also tells you how much Shelter's team went off. Um, Again, Saquon Barkley catching a 56-yard touchdown from his wide receiver, probably something that you can't expect every week. Um, but still a great week all around. He's going to be a, a good player for him. I know I get, got rid of him, but um, he should really help Shelter's team. Um, great play, Cleveland defense against Baltimore. A Baltimore offense that has looked really good lately. Um, you know, 16 points from your kicker always feels good. Anything else with Shelter? Uh, well, I think you only got 12 or yeah, you got 16. You're right. Yeah. Up. Wow. So that was all the points they had was by field goals. Yeah, it was, uh, some long ones too. So good, good for him. Always nice to get 16 from your kicker. Um, yeah, yeah I mean, I guess the only thing to think about shelter is, uh, it, his team does look fairly improved. Um, you know, I, I think we might have skipped over. You also traded him Demarius Thomas in that trade, and he uh, he had sixteen and a half points. 
He did. Uh, what will probably end up being one of his best games this year. They're still very okay with getting rid of Demarius Thomas. Uh, this is not someone you can trust week in and week out. Uh, a guy who consistently gets targets and consistently doesn't seem to come up with them. Um, I think Case Keenum is a big struggling point this year. I think he's, he's just not a starting quarterback in the NFL. Um, if anyone in that Broncos offense that I want, um, I do like Lindsey, but other than that, I think Emmanuel Sanders is the only guy. Um, I think as the weather gets colder too, you're going to see Case Keenum not be in a dome and be outside, and it's just going to get worse. As someone who has knows him very well in terms of being on the Rams, um, I'm still very okay with that. I, I, do, I will say um, it's going to be tough for Shelter finding that. Uh, looks like kind of wide receiver one and two in this case, um, yeah. just because Hogan does not seem to be the guy. He's injured a little bit right now. Robinson – um, also very iffy, especially as the season goes on with Trubisky. Um, and then uh, Watkins, another guy that I don't know if you can trust. So if there is a, a glaring weakness on Shelter's team, it's definitely the yeah. wide receiver position. He should probably trade Jordan Howard, like find a way to flip Jordan Howard for something. So. Yeah, you know, I was looking at that too, though, and Jordan Howard is still a guy like you keep hearing that Tarek, or Tariq Cohen is a guy that they're going to continue to utilize more and more. And that still scares me a little bit. I hope as the weather gets colder, you would imagine that they're going to run the ball a little more and see more from Howard. But I looked at him in a couple leagues as kind of a trade option and was kind of worried uh, in everything yeah. that I was reading. So um, I will admit he still is stockpiled in terms of running backs. Um, I think it is probably time to find a guy to, uh, to scoot off with. So um, nice. Time, yeah. Well, um, I did just also realize that this is definitely a where Colin was right from last week um, on Amari Cooper. Um, if you look at Amari Cooper's week to week, um, I think I had a projection that he would be way, way down because he's gone 1.11 points, 1.18 points, now one point again. So expect a big game against the Seahawks for Amari Cooper. You know, 15 points or more. Well, that's a great um, projection on your part. I do not feel that good about Amari Cooper, and it's less Amari Cooper and more that I think John Gruden is possibly making Derek Carr even worse, it looks like. Um, becoming a very volatile offense to have anyone from. Um, Marshawn Lynch, four points today. Uh, you are really starting to see, um, although he has had a good year thus far, um, some real – glaring warning signs there in uh in oakland all right well uh time to go to the next uh segment which is the standings which then will move directly into waiver wires and trades that have happened so um we'll just roll down the standings really quick we have layer bomb still in first at five and oh uh i'm in second gundy's in third clayton's in fourth long is in fifth freezing is in sixth jay seventh Dylan, 8th, um, Mark is in ninth. Hui, 10th, and then we've already told you about the Cox Bros. So, um, <laughs> Both of them have a... the same little uh, logo, too. Yeah, what the, the little fuck? Purple with Get the a real helmet. logo. Hey, yeah, it's not guys, hard to put an image fuck. on. Come like, on, fellas. It takes two seconds. Jesus Christ. Like, how often are you getting on? I, I mean, I guess Gundy, he's too busy to get on. 
to, yeah, well, to the app and stuff so I could understand And that. freezing, He's, it's very on brand for him. Um, those two guys I kind of expect to not have a picture. Uh, but come on, guys. You're just making it too easy for us to fucking rip on you. We don't yeah. want to do it. I love you both, but we have no choice right now. You know what makes me sad is I guarantee that John has images for his fantasy team. Absolutely. Guaranteed. Well, you know, I'm going to be in L.A. with John here coming up, and I'm sure I'll have some time to pull him aside and just talk to him about the boys and make sure that um, he knows what we're seeing week in, week out. Um, and then hopefully, you know, maybe they know some things that we can kind of help them out with. I don't know. Excellent. Well, I think it's time to look at the waiver wire and the transactions that were. Let's do it. Um, looks like your trade happened before, so we're good yeah. on that. I think there was a lot that was discussed there. Um, we'll just go directly to today when things started to happen, the money that was exchanged. So let's start with, um, Wendell Smallwood going to your team. Yeah. Um, would, how much did you spend for him? I spent an exorbitant amount on Wendell Smallwood. Um, I will admit that it was probably a little bit too much, but, I'm in desperation mode at this point. Um, I have to start seeing an uptick, not a downtick. And when I see that, I needed to grab a guy. And I will admit, even with Corey Clement, I believe it was week three, uh, without Ajayi, uh, Corey, or excuse me, Wendell Smallwood had 15 points that week and led the backfield in touches. Um, not saying that that won't be a split backfield, but in passing situations, we will probably see a lot of Smallwood in that Darren Sproles type of role. Yeah. Um, I feel okay about him as a flex. Again, another very desperate uh, depth play. I'm really, I just, I, I already like feel better about having to play him in bye weeks coming up. Um, I already have looked forward and to be honest, it's just, I, I feel a little bit better. Um, but yeah, I spent yeah. $88 when $6 was the next closest. Um, something I'm not proud of, but something that, again, I will have to just live with. That's tough. I mean, I was the uh, Jay Ajay owner, and there's a reason why all these guys are on, you know, the waiver wire. I've had them at multiple times in the year. It's impossible to tell who's the guy, who's next up. Like, Ajay's yeah. been hurt all year. So um, I, I imagine they're going to I, – I know that they're in the market for people outside of the system as well. And then Sproles is hurt. He's supposed to come back. So – yeah, know. it sounds like Spoles is pretty hurt still right now from everything yeah. that I was reading. So either way, Clement and Smallwood seem to be uh, sharing that backfield. Uh, the you know, Eagles Eagles offense not looking quite what it was last year. Though. No. Um, Chad picking up uh, Clement for 46. Yep. Um, we had the kicker from Houston, Kaimi. Yeah, Kaimi um, Fairbairn. Getting uh, picked up for $5. I'm not sure if people were uh, going to challenge you on that long, but whatever. Um, but, Andy yeah. Dalton for $5. Uh, Jake mm-hmm. Elliott for $2. We're seeing a lot of money being spent on kickers. I'm not, sure if the mar- I'm not sure if the market says that money needs to be spent. but You know, it's probably one of those ones where you can just wait and pick a guy up for $0, I would imagine. Exactly. Not many differences. Um, similar to what I did on the next one, Miami, uh, playing, um, let's see this week, uh, Chicago, 
hopefully see some Trubisky okay. interceptions. But zero dollars indie defense from you. Uh, zero dollars Jameis Winston by Maddie Long could be a nice little flyer there. Who knows? Uh, Randall Cobb as well by you. It seems like yeah. you are. Are you just Brought hoarding? Hoarding the uh, the wide receivers there from uh... I had him for a little bit. I mean, we're going to see why I had to do this kind of stuff for this week. It's just one of those tough bye weeks for me. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, we can. It's probably a good transition. I, I don't think we need to go through everyone that isn't uh, that nobody spent money on. Honestly, absolutely. I so. would say though, there is one we need to mention: Baker Mayfield Which one? to Baker Mayfield to Hui. Love it. Love Bakey. It. Bakey. Bakey May. <laughs> All right. No, no um, explanation needed. No explanation. Um, okay, so this time we're going to use my computer to go off of the week six matchups. Yep. Um, I'm going to go directly into my matchup with Hui Tran, the two and three Tom Brady's Uggs in 10th place against myself, uh, Brogan Snack Packs. I have um, – this is the week when, when you have two guys that are on the same team and they yeah. go on a bye and they're uh, two of your better players you're going to be projected to score a very low amount of points. And I'm currently at 85.73 points versus, versus Huy's 100. And yeah. he does not look to be especially hurt by buys. Maybe Galladay's pretty good. So that's one guy. But um, other than that, he's got a pretty, pretty uh, standard lineup that you could expect to come out there. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm probably picking Hui. This week, if I pick, if I find a way to scrape this out, I'll accept it. But I don't even like. I'm playing Lamar Miller. He's hurt. I have Alfred Blue. <laughs> like the, it could get it could get worse before it gets any better. So, yeah, yeah that's my team I, right now. I will uh, I will agree with you in saying that I think Hui is my pick to win as well this week. Um, it's a tough time anytime you have to throw in Naeem Hines and uh, and Randall Cobb in your lineup that Randall Cobb this year, at least. Um, but I totally see, you know, it is one of those things. You have two studs that are on the same team that are sitting this week. Um, it's going to be tough, but Hui has some pretty nice matchups as well. Um, Crowell looks like he's just kind of supplanted himself as the guy there in, in New York and, and mm-hmm. reflects and against Indy, who is kind of continually um, struggling week in, week out to really stop anyone. But um, yeah, yeah, looks like a, uh, well, Hines, I mean, Hines, Hines will probably be a flex play for me going forward. I, his projections are lower than I expect him to get throughout uh, the rest of the year now. I will say as a Marlon Mack owner that now that Mack is back, I do expect that to, at least in the running game change, but in the passing game, you are right. He does um, expect to get touches. He seems like kind of a James Whitey type guy where yeah. he's going to be a receiver who plays in the backfield, basically. And they're always down. Exactly. They are. Absolutely. All right. Um, Next matchup. Next matchup that I have listed Mm -hmm. is a matchup of a giant and a matchup of a weak, weak team. Um, We have first place Voodoo Mama Juju, Justin Layerbaum against Dak Klansman. Let me give you the projections here. We have 109 projected points for Layerbaum to Mm -hmm. 90 for Dak Klansman. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. Um, yeah. Lineups. It looks like they've filled it out at the very least. There's people that are playing in them. So you're probably not going to see too much of a change. No, I don't think we should. I really will admit 
I do like uh, a couple things from Matt. Um, Rodgers against the Niners should be a pretty juicy matchup. Mm -hmm. I really hate, by the way, if you've seen any of the Monday Night Football promos, this is just a shit game to have there. And they have, like, Richard Sherman and Aaron Rodgers, like, as their, like, little promo players they put up. And I'm just looking at this, like, I am not going to turn this game on for one second. Like, it is just not going to be a fun one. Um, but well, get ready because the Niners have like five primetime games still. So. Yes, they do, and that's going to be terrible throughout the year. But I will admit, Mohamed Sanu is another guy that I have heard some buzz this week. Really like him against Tampa. Um, expect him to get uh, some good targets if he's playing, which it looks like he's supposed to. But um, also, Doug Baldwin against Oakland looks pretty good. So Matt's uh, projections, I think, are a little lower than they'll end up being. But um, overall, I think I still have to go with Voodoo Mama Juju. Um, with just a solid team yet again. I think solid team and good matchups, if you look at it, like uh, I could see that being the Tyreek Hill breakout game, like 50 points from Tyreek Hill, honestly, in this game against New England. That is a terrible matchup for, for that team. So It is. It is. I always hesitate, though, with New England and how things like that play out um they just always seem to find a way to not let that be but um i will admit on the outset looking at it it does look like um it should be a pretty nice game for him projected 13 i i would not be surprised if he went over yeah i just think it's i think uh layer bombs a lock this week is this your lock of the week this is my lock of the century layer bomb over okay hold on hold on hold on hold on Lock of the century. Now explain this one to me. I know we've had a lot. Colin has his locks of the uh, yep. minute, day, month, week. I don't have a minute. And century. You have, you have your lock of the day. Okay. Which is just standard picks. Doesn't really right. matter. Okay. Um, lock of the week is slightly better. Slightly better percentage. Lock of the century has never been wrong. Oh, wow. Ref page me. Never been, never been wrong. So Impressive we've heard this. Wins on okay. That. Okay. Impressive Great. wins. So, so this is another lock one. of the century. So, this is my lock of the century. League of Dawns, you heard it here. If you want to win some money this week, bet someone on uh, on Layer Bomb to win this week. Throw it down on the money line. Uh, see if you can uh, get anyone to bet you. This is this is where you put your rent money down. I mean, yeah, you should get some action against the spread. You Absolutely. got nineteen. Uh, you got plus nineteen for uh, for. Matt Cox. So. Yeah, and, I, and I'm very certain that uh, Voodoo Mama Juju is uh, is five and zero against the spread this year. So we're feeling yep. good. Okay. All Next right. One. Calvin, Calvin the Great, booming breeze. This is a six versus three matchup. Ooh, juicy. Uh, Calvin the Great throwing up a ninety. This is a very even projection week. Um, trying to see who do we have on the bench here, and no big bye weeks. It looks like. Um, other than well, Drew Brees. For, for freezing, excuse me. Oh, okay. Um, but looking at uh, Gundy, Drew Brees out. Tough. Love the Andy Dalton play, though. Very high on Andy Dalton, not only this week, but I think he's going to be a great fantasy quarterback the remainder of the season. Yeah, good good call. I mean, he has Brees, so he's probably never going to play him again. He isn't, but... but that's where one of those guys you probably either hold on to and just wait till somebody needs him or you let him go. And, you know, it's like – you got to sometimes you got to drop those kind of guys, but either way, good pickup this week. I like it. Yeah, we got a Frank Gore, Kenyon Drake uh, start again at the running backs. This could be the week of backfires because they're playing Chicago. 
I got to admit, so, most weeks, this play is going to backfire. It is not the decision. It's a pick one or the other. I had, last year, I had Tevin Coleman and Devonta Freeman, which was a better backfield to do this with. And I still didn't play Tevin Coleman every week because he, it's just not, it doesn't work out. Um, it is so rare in fantasy for this to be an option. As you can see with Frank Orr's 3.87 projection. But not only that, the Bears defense is for real. Uh, they Very get, for real. The Bears defense uh, is just not going to let both of these guys drop 10 points. I just, I'm calling it right now. That is an absolute lock for me. I think these guys, which is really what you need if you're going to have two running backs in the lineup, um, this is just not a smart play. I would be going LaShawn McCoy all day, uh, regardless of how bad he is. Um, he has to be the player. Yeah, I mean, if you don't want him guns, like trade him. Already. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely, because this is just not the way to go. Um, or try to get a – I don't know. This is just not the play. It's just not the Classic, play. though. So who's your pick? Um, this one I am going to have to go, um, even though I will admit freezing has Prater in his lineup on a buy, so he'll pick up a kicker. Um, I will have to go freezing this week. All right. Freezing with the win. Um, I think I'm going to actually take guns because I don't think this is his lineup. So I think he's going to put, yeah, I think he's going to put somebody else in there. So solid, solid. Uh, yeah. Freezing guns. There we go. That's just a matchup of wit. Um, all right. Next one up. Who do we got? Next up is going to be yourself versus Matt Long. Ooh, after we just, you know, blew Long's team, um, you got him this week. And it looks like yeah. a close matchup on projections. This is a it five does. versus four matchup 100.85 for Long to 96.24 for you. Yeah, I will have to close my mouth and uh, take his penis out because I have to play him this week. Um, I will say uh, he does have, let's see, Golden Tate on a bye. Um, is a guy he's been playing a lot. It looks like as of right now, he's going Alfred Morris over Aaron Jones. Uh, yeah, I don't, whoa. I don't Ooh. hate, I will admit, I don't hate that just because Mike McCarthy's a fucking moron. And uh, you never know, he might only give him five carries this week. And you just can't rely on that whereas Morris is going to be the guy in what is still a decent San Francisco offense. Against a very bad defense. A very bad new look defense. You are right. Mm-hmm. Um, for me this week, uh, you know, Will Fuller, again, is kind of a boomer bust guy who's, again, questionable with the hammy. Devontae Freeman still has yet to do anything for me this year. He was a guy I was really excited about getting in the second round on the way back where I got him. Um, and he's just been hurt, and it's really tough. Um, just kind of hoping for him that it's the Falcons get down to the goal line and then give him the ball. It's kind of going to be his bread and butter, which is normally what it is. Um, but other than that, um, I've been happy with Kelsey this year. I think he's going to have a good game again. New England just got destroyed by Eric Ebron last week. I expect Kelsey to have a good game. Hopefully they cover Tyree Kill a little bit more and, and give Kelsey some spots. Yeah, I think this is going to be a very good matchup. I'm excited to watch it go down. Um, as you know, uh, I've picked you to win the last two weeks after your 3-0 start, and you've lost both weeks. So I'm going to pick you to win again, and I expect you to lose. Love it, love it. That's basically picking me to lose. So just so everyone out there knows, don't listen to Colin for being a dipshit and just trying to 
work his way around it. Um, he's picked, picked me to lose, so I just uh, except I picked there. you to I picked you to win, like uh, I did all uh, the all the the two weeks before. I'd picked you to lose the first three weeks. I picked you to win the last two, and now right. I'm picking you to win again. Sure, whatever makes you feel better. Um, it will be a an interesting week, but I'm really excited for it. Matt Long's the man, so uh, good luck this week, Matty. Uh, next one up. On to next one up, which is Dylan. Versus Jay, this is the matchup of people living south of Portland. Whoa. Um, uh, 97, 97 for Farmer Branch to 94 for Jay Rose. Yeah, uh, pretty close matchup again. Uh, not too big of a spread. I really think this week, like just looking at uh, bye weeks, Ingram had a great game last week. Him on a bye uh, definitely hurts a little bit. Um, but I will say a couple things in Dylan's favor that I really like. I love Devonte Adams against uh, the the Niners. I also yeah. really like AJ Green against Pittsburgh, and I love the Jacksonville D against Dak Prescott and the Cowboys. Um, just those right off the bat are three that I'm very uh, high on. Just looking quickly at this team. Yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a good week for Dylan. I was looking at Jay's. There's there's question marks all over this lineup. This lineup is riddled with question marks. And by question marks, I mean people that are questionable. Josh Gordon, questionable. Brandon Cooks, questionable. Ebron, questionable. He's uh, not starting Adrian Peterson because he's questionable. So <laughs> this is uh, – I got a lot of question marks here. Uh, and I'm, yeah. going, I'm going with Farmer Branch, Dylan Going to be on a win three, hottest team in the league, back. I like Dylan's team, but this is where I am going to differ, and I'm going to do it based on one thing. I think Jay, by the end of this week, needs to switch Taj Boyd and Adrian Peterson into his lineup over Josh Gordon and Mike Davis. And if he does so, I feel good about a Jay win. If he does not then I think we're going to have trouble. I really like Tosh Boyd as well as A.J. Green and Andy Dalton against the Steelers' defense. Um, Cincinnati at home also plays really well. Um, really, really questioning some of the decision-making on Jay's part. So um, as of right now, I will have to go with Dylan. Jay, make the picks, make the changes. This is why Jay listens. He's very influenced by the pod. Good. He should be. I'm here to help him. I'm not trying to hurt him. I want to pick him. Did you pick yourself, by the way, against I Long? I did. You did. Okay. It's a confidence thing. You got to pick yourself. Great. Come on. Putting it down. Uh, I picked against myself this week. Well, that's because you suck. Um, well, I think my team does suck this week, so I'll agree. It's a tough one, but you're in a very different situation. Uh, I would hope you picked against yourself in that. I mean, um, I, I know. I feel like I know what it's like to be a Cox brother this week. You do know what it's like to be a Cox this week. A Cox Yeah. Man. A coxman. Holy a co- shit. This is the matchup <laughs> of the week. Whoa. We have Mark, Mark's new look team and name that nobody knows what it means. Um, and it means, aut- it means autism is what it means if yeah. we're really getting clear. But anyways, this is the matchup of and symbols in their, in their names. Yes. Uh, we have Mark with 104.98 projection to 104. Point three seven for Woo. Chad. Woo! 
That's a big this one. is huge. Oh, James, oh God, just fucking beautiful. Connor, Chad, just riding this horse into twelfth place. He's at. <laughs> he got thirty points from him last week. He's projected for fifteen. Will it even fucking matter? Probably not. Um, what else do I see here? Saquon Thursday. Yes, did you cut? Oh, out dude, I got a call. I got a phone call. Oh, so did I. I had to delete it earlier this uh, week. It's decline. So yeah, just fucking um, decline that. Um, wow. So you were Huge saying Saquon Philly Thursday night gonna be yes. a tough one. I don't know how I feel. Just Thursday night in general scares me. Um, but the Philly D has not shown to be quite as. Um, as strong as we thought early in the season. I will say, Chad, uh, Julio Jones against Tampa, it it just seems like he's got to have 20 points this week. Like Um, this is the week. This is the week. The other one is Jordan Reed against Carolina. Jordan Reed, uh, not been great this year. Bad Um, season. Yeah, so far, really bad for a guy who we just expected. If health was not an issue, we expect everyone just for him to be the man. Uh, Alex Smith just hasn't found him this year. Um, I think he's even found Vernon Davis more often, uh, but hopefully something you see turn around um, maybe this week. Carolina's front seven is pretty good though. Yeah, I'm I'm uh, going Mark all the way. I think Chad is uh, Chad's going to lose. So you know, I also have to agree. Carry on Johnson out for uh, for Chad um, makes it pretty tough. Uh, I also have to go um, with Mark on this one. I will say Dalvin could be a big turning point as well against a really bad Arizona defense. Maybe, maybe, maybe gets him a little bit more, um, kind of shoots him up past his projection. But um, other than that, I think this has to be a shelter week. I agree. The week is sheltered. And, we have sheltered um, the week. That would take us to the end of the first from Poot to Clay. From po- Oh, from Poot to Cletus. I even fucked up the name. <laughs> From uh, Poot to Cletus. Uh, this is this is a first 10 10 2018. Remember it. Consider getting a tattoo. Yeah. It's a big, big moment for the league. And um, you know, we really just want to take this burden off of the plate for um guns. I know this was this was tough for him. He's uh battled all year just with general work, like like the like the working public. But um, hey, he's the NBA, busy. The NBA is year round. The NBA is year round now. You really the NBA do. never stops. I mean, LeBron's kids are drinking wine. Um, God, that's so Jimmy, fucked up. Jimmy Butler <laughs> was Jimmy Butler just freaked out at practice and then had a already had an interview with Rachel Nichols about it. Yeah, like, it's it, I, it has been great. It doesn't make a NBA. lot of sense. Um, so yeah, I mean. Everyone, I'm excited to be here, excited to do this. Uh, hopefully have some more guests on soon. Uh, just trying to get better every week. Here for you yeah. guys. Yeah, and I think we'll – I think with this new tool we're using um, as well, we'll be able to do pre-recorded segments and stuff like that. So um, I think we can inject some guests that way. So it should Absolutely. be fun. Maybe some ad reads. Who knows? Yeah. Um, if you want us to hype your product, uh, Dylan Hazelnuts. We can we can hawk that all day. Jay um, T Mobile or I don't think so. something else these days. Okay, uh, Cox Cox 
foreclosing homes. Um, we can target minority populations and the elderly. Jesus Christ. If you I, want. I, I, I'm not there with um, this, guys. I'm washing my hands Chad, of all this. Chad works for Nike, so we can, make some, we can do some duck reads. Um, uh, absolutely. Hey, big week for the ducks. Lock of the ducks. week. Oregon plus three. Hammer it. Put Hammer. your fucking mortgage on it. Isn't it, it is plus three and a half? It's plus three now. It's gone down. It has gone down. Wow. As far as I okay. know, that's what I bet Cox plus three. He told me it had gone down to three. Um, although the way his fantasy team's looking, maybe I shouldn't have trusted him. But he gave me the half point. I'll take it. All right. Well, um, respect you. Respect all of you. I love you guys. Respect. Bye. R-E-S-P-C-T. Love it.